Um, hey, guess who it is? You don't need to guess. It's me. It is the Perez Hilton, and you are listening to Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World podcast. You want woo-woo stuff? You got it. You want real-world conversations, too? You got that as well. If you like it, share it with your friends. Mwah! I use Anchor to record my podcast. It's free, and I like the user experience of it. Podcasting is so much easier for me now because I can record straight from my phone. I don't have to have any hardware at all. Just me and my phone, and I'm good to go. I literally can record anywhere from my phone and my laptop. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, I'm Bernadette and welcome back to the first episode of 2020. Everybody gets sad sometimes and that's okay. That is the focus of today's spirituality and self-love in the modern world podcast. The myth of everlasting happiness. So first I finished high school Then I went to college, then to graduate school, and then I landed a great job in San Francisco, and I did everything by the book. I am 37 years old and about to turn 38 in 2020. And yet, even though I lived through plenty of happy moments throughout, I still feel sad Sometimes, I still have bad days. I still didn't want to leave my room sometimes. And to me, that was an absolute deal breaker because I was not allowed to feel bad for any reason whatsoever. How dare my brain makes me feel something else than pure joy and happiness. That's not the life I imagined to have. I used to think to myself that. I had it all. I was supposed to be always happy, and yet I was not. Where's my happiness now? I so unreasonably demanded someone to answer. The way I saw it, Living a happy life was the opposite of living an unhappy life. In my mind, people were either happy or sad, never both. I could not comprehend that both happiness and sadness could coexist. I'm going to repeat. At that time, I could not comprehend both happiness and sadness could coexist. It wasn't until I crashed hard and hit rock bottom that I realized just how unfair I was to myself. I had my, I held well I held myself to expectations no human could ever lift up to. It turns out there's this myth of a happy life that we have been fed 
all of our lives. In that myth, there is no room for sadness or doubt or fear or anger or any other emotion dubbed unpleasant on the spectrum. You see that myth every that you see that myth is actually everywhere around you. It's in books, it's in magazines, movies, commercials, people talk about it, people hustle hard trying to turn it into a reality. I want to be happy when I grow up has been a mandatory goal for everyone. And in a society that values good emotions only, being sad feels like being a failure. The truth about happiness and sadness. But that's just not how it works. Sadness is one of our main emotions that we need to carry in our day-to-day life. Mind you, I'm not talking about chronic depression. I just hate how often sadness is being connected with depression when that's just not the case. That's completely different. We are talking about being sad for reasons. For example, someone you love, someone you love moves away on the other side of the country, to the other side of the country. Or you hear about the bushfires in Australia and you feel bad for all the animals that lost their lives. You have an argument with a loved one and things don't end up well. Those are reasons. That type of sadness often feels like an invisible weight that we are left carrying around us all the time. The problem is a lot of people struggle to identify what they are feeling. They feel bad, but they don't know the reason. They are refusing to let themselves feel bad. And pinpointing sadness isn't always easy because, hey, we are complex people. There's never only one emotion that we feel at a time. It is often a mix of at least a few, a, a few emotions. I just felt bad for the last few days and I didn't know why. I was lethargic and unproductive and I just wasn't in the mood to do that much. I had that feeling of carrying a burden within but I, could, I couldn't find out why. To my rational brain, there wasn't a reason to feel blue. And yet that's exactly how I felt. But our emotions can't always be as rational as we expect them to be. Do you want to know when I felt better? I only felt better after allowing myself to feel sad. The truth is, I've been bothered with a particular problem for a while now. And that problem, apart from making me angry and disappointed, it also made me feel sad. I just didn't want to admit the sad part to myself. The sadness was hiding beneath all of that anger and disappointment because, hey, 
being sad for something means we care. And I didn't I did not want to admit to myself that I actually cared more than I thought. So what did I do? Well, I got a bit emotional at first and once I allowed myself to once I allowed myself to feel sad, it all just started pouring out of me. Wave after wave after wave after wave. I just could not believe how much I have been carrying around. I had a good cry. I admitted to myself what's been hurting me and what's the reason I respond so emotionally to a situation like that. And guess what? Around one hour, one hour or so, I felt re-energized. I really did. I felt like my old, my old self again. And I believe that only happened after I allowed myself to feel sad. So that is, so see, that's what I mean. That's what I meant when I say how sadness and happiness can coexist in harmony. Feeling sad is great. It's wonderful actually because it means that soon after you'll you you will feel happy again. You will. So what to do about it? As you can see, I dealt with my sadness by crying. Some people talk to their friends, other people journal, some go for a run, some call their therapist. You choose what works for you. It's okay if you do different things on different occasions. I felt like crying the other day and that did me good. That did me good. Oftentimes, oftentimes I call my friend and after talking, I always feel so much better. The method doesn't matter as much as acknowledging the emotion first. I repeat, the method doesn't matter as much as acknowledging the emotion first. Now, if you're feeling a lot of different emotions and aren't sure whether you feel sad or angry or 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 scared, talking to your talking to yourself helps to decide whether you're sad or not. Do two things: one, observe your body. Sadness has sadness has the ability to suck. Energy out of you. So if you've been procrastinating or just felt tired all the time, maybe do a quick self check to make sure you are allowing yourself to experience even the unpleasant, unpleasant emotions in the spectrum. Another thing I found helpful is asking yourself. Reverse questions until you dig on the basic emotions underneath. For example, why am I fe- what what am I feeling right now? Okay, I'm feeling very very angry. What made me feel that emotion? My friends met up on Friday night and I was not invited. Why doesn't why does being invited matters? So much to me. Oh, it's because I care for my friends, and I also don't want the feeling of being left out. And what happens if I feel that someone is leaving me out? 
I get triggered because I have abandonment issues. What's the reason for my abandonment issues? My father left me when I was young. Obviously, this is about me. My father left me when I was young. And how did that make me feel? That made me feel sad. So bottom line, I may feel angry towards my friends, but that is just a surface emotion. The core emotion is I'm feeling sadness. This may be a dumb example, but you see my point here. Just guide yourself through the process. All right. I don't know why I said that was a dumb example because that's actually a good example. I just caught myself degrading and uh, uh, uh. that's actually a good example. All right. So how, how do you tell sadness is more than just sadness? So bottom, li- bottom line is... Bottom line is, feeling something even if that feels unpleasant is good for you. Let yourself feel. Give yourself permission to feel. Oh, but 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 let me, I feel obligated to say this. Not all sadness is equal. If you notice you're feeling blue for longer periods of time without an obvious reasons, Without an obvious reason such as a breakup or somebody died, then do something about it, okay? Let's say if, if, if during the last five to six months, you are feeling more lethargic than usual. You don't feel like doing anything and you rather stay home and do nothing. Please talk to someone, be that a friend or a therapist. Just find someone to talk to. Remember, sadness is an emotion. And emotions usually don't last that long. There is no shame in acknowledging your feelings and talking openly about them. So please, please, just talk to someone. I promise you will feel better. We all need a little push from time to time. And I promise you will feel better soon. All right. What did you think of today's podcast? Did you learn something new? Tag me on Instagram. I am Bernadette Bala, B-E-R-N-A-D-E-T-T-E-B-A-L-L-A on Instagram and let me know your thoughts. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your time and I will see you in the next episode. Happy New Year. (laughs) Thank you.